Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to the Coastal Midweek Podcast. We are so glad you guys are tuning in today. We wanted to actually do something a little bit different because this coming weekend is actually our 12-year anniversary. So we just want to take you guys back a little bit, give you a little bit of the story of Coastal and how everything came to be. So I have TJ here with me. He actually tells the story best, but just TJ, how did how did we start Coastal? What happened? Like, how did we even end up here? How do we plant a church? Yeah. Uh, interesting story. So I was on staff at a church in Bradenton, Florida called Bayside Community Church. Mm-hmm. Incredible, incredible church. Yes. Uh, one of the largest churches in America on fastest growing list for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had been on staff there for almost, at the time, uh, it had been five years. Uh, well, what's really cool though, when we started going to Bayside, um, we were 22, Two, maybe. 22. And we had always had this, like, we're going to plant a church. But our pastor was just like, hey, why don't you come alongside and and serve here? And we were a part of that church for a really long time where you worked a full-time job. We were like volunteering pretty much full-time yeah, and just giving everything that we had kind of to the church. And that really developed us into... Yeah, I mean, we we are part of the church when it was just a church plant of yeah. less than a hundred people in an elementary school. In an elementary school, mm-hmm. and we just grew and grew and grew. Uh, a couple of years into that, I got hired on staff as uh, associate pastor. Yeah, that's oh, when you were there for seven years. Seven years serving on, uh, yeah. serving on that team. But in uh, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Um, of December, we had just purchased land as a church and we were getting ready to build a building. We were running a couple thousand people in an elementary school, yeah. uh, doing Saturday night services, doing Sunday morning I services. Remember those days it's at crazy. Bayside. It was it crazy. was crazy, crazy, crazy. And so we were getting ready to build this building. And uh, my pastor gave me the month of December as a sabbatical. Just He just said, hey, I want you to get All ready. All of our staff is probably like, hey, could you? <laughs> yeah. We, we don't have quite as large of a staff no, as they did there. No, no. Um, and he said, hey, I, I need you to get ready. This next year is going to be crazy. Yep. I want you at your best. Uh, just go get refreshed, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and so during that time, I went and did what was my favorite thing to do. I went and played golf mm-hmm. uh, for hours upon hours a day. Luckily, Shayla was a membership director at a nice country club. So you got to play golf for free. A lot of free golf. Uh, God- I used to get so annoyed. People would be <laughs> like, hey, Shayla, can I come play golf? And I'm like. Let me guess. You want this for free? I didn't get annoyed with you. You're my husband. But. Yeah. Well, I didn't even ask you. I would ask your boss, and he That's he was true. he was totally fine with that. That's so, true. Because I probably would have said no. Right. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, so, anyways, All right, you're playing golf. Playing golf. Uh, I don't know. Uh, December 18th ish, if I can remember correctly. And I was out there, and early in the morning, I you know had had my quiet time, and you know just a certain verse kept coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, over and over again. And so I'm out there playing golf and and God's like, Hey, you know, I just, I, this is how God works with me. It's like almost a conversation that goes yeah. on in my head. Yeah. Not, not necessarily an audible, an audible voice, right. but it's a voice that, 
that you I can distinguish. I'm distinguishing yeah, is, in your is, head. is God in my head. Yeah. And um, he's like, Hey, are, are you not getting what I'm, I'm talking about? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like the verse, Matthew six thirty three. seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. And I'm like, uh, well, I, I, I get it for what it means. He's like, no, no, what it means for you seek first my kingdom. Like what's the most important thing in my kingdom. And, and of course I knew that that was people. That's why yeah. he sent his son, Jesus. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, man, people are the most important. He's like, what, what kind of people? And I was like, well, lost people, people that are far right. from you that don't mm-hmm. yet know you. Yeah. And he said, what's, what's the most effective way in America to reach people that are far from me. And I, I knew the answer to that was new church plants. And mm-hmm. so I said, new church plants. He said, well, that's what I want you to do. And I was like, God, you must've gotten the wrong person. You know? Um, <laughs> I mean, we were in a place where we loved our jobs. Our families were there. We had just built our dream home. Like we were pretty yeah, we comfortable. Were, we were super settled. comfortable. We just, we I mean, doing, everything was great. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I loved my pastor. I loved the church mm-hmm. I worked at. We had great friends. We had great friends, great community. You know, uh, I got to play a lot of golf. So this was going to disrupt. Yeah, everything. everything. And so I, I remember coming home that evening and telling Shayla and just saying, man, let's, let's just pray about this. Mm-hmm. We prayed about it at the end of that sabbatical. I was like, man, I really feel like this is, this is from God. Yeah. And so I made a meeting with my pastor, Pastor Randy Bizet. Um, right when I came back and I sat down and I said, Hey, listen, I, I'm submitted to you. Yeah. Uh, meaning that I, I was under his authority. Mm-hmm. I, I believed he, he loved me. He wanted what's yep. best for yep. me. And so I, I told Whatever him, he told you, you were going to do. Yeah. I said, Hey, listen, uh, what I'm about to say is going to be interesting, but I want <laughs> you to know that whatever you say, I'm going to be obedient to. Cause right. like I trust you. And I yeah. said, here's what I felt like God has been speaking to me while I was gone. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, I, I, I told him kind of the story. And I said, what do you think? And he said, I, I think you're ready. Let's figure this and out. And were like, oh crap. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> hoping that he was going to say, no, no, you you need to stay here. He actually did say, you need to stay here. I need you for two more years. Yeah. And uh, and and so that and was you in, did that. And that was in uh, 2007. Actually, that was the beginning of 2008 that that happened. And so... Um, I was like, okay, I, I, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, I just chucked away. And during that time, we started traveling around trying to figure out where God yeah. would have us. We knew it was in the state of Florida. We don't really enjoy don't cold, like weather. cold weather. Uh, I tried to get Florida. Shayla to move to Chicago very early in our mm-hmm. marriage for and a he church took job. Me there in like November. Like Terrible decision. Hey, Terrible hey, decision. Why don't we move to Starts the windy snowing. When you're <laughs> was, from Florida your whole life. Yeah. Anyways. So, so we, we want to stay in Florida. We want to stay in Florida. We thought we were going to go to Tampa or Fort Myers area. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, we knew had, people. We had, had family. Relationships, yep. family. Yep. And uh, then I had an opportunity actually in Port St. Lucie. I had a guy that wanted me to take over his mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a large church at the time. And so we were looking in that area because it was like Bradenton yeah. uh, just 20 years earlier. It was like right. it hadn't been developed yet. And yeah. so... Um, and none of those places really just, we we just didn't have peace. And mm-hmm. I happened to come down to Fort Lauderdale area with a missions organization called One Hope uh, for a roundtable with some some leaders about how do we engage our churches in missions more and mm-hmm. how do we get people more engaged in yeah. what's happening throughout the world. And after the end of that, one of the guys was like, hey, I heard you're going to plant a church. Uh, can I drive you around South Florida? And I was like, you can, but there's no way. <laughs> 
uh, I'm coming to South Florida. It's not even on my radar. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know anybody I mean, down here. Well, and Bradenton is very good old boy. Like totally. everybody knows everybody. People smile at each other. They say hello. South Florida yep. is the complete opposite of that. Not only that, but like in, in Bradenton, Sarasota, I would go into any store, restaurant, yeah, you, and it was how many people am I going to know? I mean, we're not talking small town. We're we're talking, you know, half a million people there. Right. But there wasn't a place I couldn't go into that yeah. I didn't know people yeah. and people knew so me. So coming here was So like, coming here was like, man, I'm not, I'm not interested in that. Nobody speaks the same language, you know. It's just like all these Which dynamics. We appreciate now. Yeah, we love it now, but all the dynamics of what we had known was completely opposite of this. And so this guy drove me around. He drove me all throughout Fort Lauderdale and Tamarack and all these different places and he finally drove into Coconut Creek and he said, hey, this is where I live. And he, he was driving me through the city of Coconut Creek. And we he took me to- uh, Pine to, Trails? No, no, not no, Pine Trails. Uh, Winston Park? Winston Park. Yeah. Um, Winston Park. And he's like, hey, I want to show you these ball fields. This is where mm -hmm. our kids play. And mm -hmm. man, there's thousands of families out here every weekend. And we- we drove in there. I looked at the ball fields. They were immaculate. They yeah, were amazing. They're not like that where we come from. Yeah, they're not like that <laughs> where we come from. And so we are we are pulling out of this park and right next to it is Winston Park Elementary. Mm -hmm. There were kids outside playing at recess and a kid happened to kick a ball over the fence. Uh, I told the guy that was driving me, his name was Dev. And I was like, hey, Dev, stop the car. Let me grab that ball for this kid. I jumped out, grabbed the ball, threw it over the fence. As I was turning to walk away, this kid yelled out, thank you so much. You're our savior. And it was like, boom, in that moment, God spoke to me and was yeah. like, you're not their savior. I am. But these kids and these families, they need to hear the life-giving message of Jesus Christ. And uh, I want you to come here. And I, it's like one of those moments where I was like, oh my goodness, I, I, I'm, I'm 99.9% because .9 I'm never a hundred percent, but I was 99.9% yeah. sure that God just spoke. I got in the car, I called Shayla and I said, I, I think God just spoke to me about mm -hmm. South Florida mm -hmm. and, um, and so a couple of months later, we came down for vacation. We drove around South Florida. We were, we were driving through Coconut Creek and we're like, God, if this is really where you want us to be, we saw Monarch High School and said, man, if if you want us to move here, we we, we have to meet in that high school. Right. But there was already a church there. Was meeting there was already a church meeting uh -huh. there uh, named New, New City, City mm -hmm. uh, with a pastor named Tully and Tavigian at yep. the time. And yep. I, I called up some people. I got his cell phone number. And while we were still on vacation, I called him up and said, hey, do you, do you have time for uh, coffee or breakfast? Yeah. Or and he said, I've got time on Friday. I'm like, well, we're leaving Friday. So we went and we sat down at breakfast with yep. him, Shayla and I. And yep. for an hour, this guy talked for an hour straight. I don't think we said a <laughs> word uh, <laughs> to him the entire just time. Listened. We just listened at the end of it. He said, so what can I do for you? And I said, well, I think God has called me to plant a church here or us to plant a church here in South Florida. and." Uh, we're going to meet at Modern High School, so I'm going to need you to move out. <laughs> Typical TJ. You know, I, if 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 it's really God, I'm just going to be bold. That's kind yeah. of what I've learned in yep. life. And yep. and he just laughed at me, and uh, and he said, "Oh, okay." And uh, we we left that meeting. We didn't even have a plan B. Yeah, we didn't we have a plan like, B. No, nope, God, you said that. You said that. That's what so it is. not not always the smartest move not to have a plan B, but we were so confident. Well, uh, you know, if you have a plan B, then it's probably not God. True. True. So like yeah. that was God's plan. Yeah. And so we were rolling with it. That's right. Um, and so we were, we were getting ready to move here in June of 2009. Mm -hmm. In, I think it was May of 2009. He yeah. called us up and said, Hey, we're going to merge our church with Coral, Coral Ridge. Ridge Presbyterian Church. Yeah. 
the high school is yours if you want it. <laughs> and we are like, yes, God came mm-hmm. through and we moved here and we, we, we knew one family. Yeah. One family, one family, that that family that drove us around, the family that drove me drove around, around. Uh, and, and we came here with just a dream mm-hmm. and uh, a little bit of money that we had raised yeah. from other churches and people that believed in us. We started to, I remember we somehow, a friend of ours at Bayside was connected here in some way to like a corporate environment. And we were able to get like this office space yeah. type we, of thing. We had office space on 441. In the Target Plaza. In the Target Plaza where the the Greek Place, Greek places the now. great places now yeah. that was originally our office space he let us just squat there he actually managed all these developments and uh we he's like squatters he's like hey you can use this space here's a key i'll make sure nobody messes with you <laughs> and uh, and but, we squatted there for like three years yeah it, it, it was, was amazing a huge blessing huge blessing we had to you know okay you move here you know one family yeah and there's nobody from from our old church that was necessarily going to move three, four hours away with their family and help somebody plant a church in a place that they don't, yeah. you know? So we had to move here and start building a launch team. We had, I mean, if you're going to build a church and you're going to plant a church, you have to have a kids ministry team. You have to have a worship team. You have to, you have to have all of those things in order for people to come back, Yeah, you know? And so we had to start meeting people and. Yeah. I would, any person we may, do you know somebody else that we could talk to? <laughs> Would you give me their phone number? I mean, we pretty much gathered, I don't know, 35, 36, 20 somethings, 20 somethings, random, a couple of random 40 somethings. Yeah. They were and, the only ones that would. And like some three and four year olds. Those were the only <laughs> people that, that were interested in anything we we're, anything we were selling at that point in time. And, yep. and but I mean, we would go out every Saturday and we'd hand out bottles of water on 441 and Wiles Road. Yep. We would go into Collier City and we would do hot dogs. And mm-hmm. like, we just said, you know what? We're just going to serve people. It's kind of what we talked about this weekend with generosity. Yeah. Like we're just going to show up and be the hands and feet of Jesus. And we're going to be a generous church, even though we have nothing yet, even though yeah. we're not even a church yet. Yeah. Like, I mean, even before we were meeting at the high school, we were showing up and bringing donuts to the teachers. Yeah. We were providing breakfast for, you know, their in-service days. I mean, we're just like, hey. Let them what, know we care. Whatever you need, we're here to serve. Yep. And yep. Uh, we did that with the, the city of Coconut Creek. We did, we did mm-hmm. that with everywhere we could go. We were like, hey, whatever you need, you need something, you call us up. So fast forward, we we build it. So TJ and I move here in June. June of 2009, we launched the church in September, which is like the dumbest way to plant a church yeah. because you've just had no time to really prepare or build a great team or anything. But yeah. somehow, by the grace of God, some way we didn't screw it up. No, we we launched and uh, that first Sunday. Granted, we had a lot of people that were friends and yeah, family that came come that first week, but we had 363 people at our first service. Yep. And we thought we are God's gift to church planning. Oh yes, I um, remember that. And, uh, and then we were like, we got to do this again. Oh next my goodness, week. <laughs> we have to do this again next week. And and it was it was get there at five a.m. Mm-hmm. set up. Yeah, because we were out of high school, so it's a portable environment. Yeah. You have to bring in your sound system. You have to bring in all the kids' equipment. You have to bring in projectors and drum sets and it was crazy everything. So we get there at five five thirty in the morning, unload a trailer. Set everything up. Set everything up. Do our service, and then tear it all tear down. Tear it all down. Load it in a trailer and go park it somewhere. And be out by two o'clock. 
Yeah. That was the goal. It was insane. And we did that for nine years. Nine years. Nine years setting up, tearing down. And I'll tell you what, there were some people that uh, in those nine years maybe missed six or eight Sundays. Yeah. I mean, so faithful, they so are committed. The reason that we have a church today. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the Josh Bowsers of yes. the world, the the Marks of the yep. world, yep. you know, uh, Jenny, Jenny Matthews, Matthews, you know, mm-hmm. J.P. Young mm-hmm. for so many years. I mean, yep. there's so many people that they just paid an unbelievable price. So that we could have what we have right now. Yeah. Yep. The faithfulness. That nobody will ever even know. Mm-hmm. The, the Penny Pearlmans, yep. you know, yep. uh, that served in kids ministry for years and years mm-hmm. and years and years mm-hmm. and years. Uh, the, the the Sarah Scalzos, you know, yep. that just the people that you'll probably never know their name. Mm-hmm. Ryan Zeal. The Ryan Zeals mm-hmm. that just laid the foundation mm-hmm. um, for our church to be what it is today. Yep. Yep. Um, and, you know, we did that for so long in obscurity. Like nobody even knew we were there. People no. would go, there's a church there? We'd be like, <laughs> man, there's signs you everywhere. You every know? day. <laughs> you try to make it so vivid. We've done so many mailers. We've done, you know, like we worked so hard. We still work really hard. Oh, yeah. But, man, those, those se- that season was just the grind. But you know what? When I look back, I, I don't think I would trade in any of that because the lessons that we learned, I feel like those first five to seven years of our church plant was really more about God kind of doing a work in you and I yeah, and preparing us for what the future is. And we needed those seasons of just that stripping of what we thought it was going to be, or, you know, <laughs> it just, even just thinking about it, I'm kind of yeah. at a loss right now. I, I just think about, <laughs> My you gosh, know, I have PTSD. <laughs> yeah. I think about how many buildings, uh, Steve Siebert, who is, uh, was an elder in our church is one of our trustees. Um, yeah. Cause we wanted to be permanent. We wanted to be permanent. We probably looked at a thousand facilities mm-hmm. over those mm-hmm. nine years until we found this. Until we found this location. And this was really like, we didn't even think that we could get this land because no. it was out of our reach. Like we were still a struggling church with not a lot of money in the bank and just trying to figure out how, how can we continue to move forward? And this property was really a miracle of God and completely a miracle yeah. of God. I mean, uh, when I think about when we saw the price tag of this land, it was so beyond anything we could even imagine, I remember asking our realtor, do you think that they would split it in half so maybe <laughs> I could afford half? it? <laughs> I, I I mean, that's I, that was yeah. the reality of it. And I yeah. remember when he came back and said no. And but he said that they would they would they would reduce it by like six hundred thousand dollars, which I was like, man, that's a lot of money, but I still can't afford that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and watching God just provide provide in amazing ways, taking a piece of land that was, you know asking close to $4 million and basically us buying it for 1.2. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then being able to turn around and get through the city of Parkland mm-hmm. in a matter of them approving everything and building yeah. everything within two years. I'm, I mean, might be a record for this mm-hmm. city. Yeah. Um, it, you know, which all I can say is, is that is the the favor of God. They have been amazing. The yeah. city has has been amazing to to us, and and I know 
you know, just continuing to look back and to look forward, you know, in those moments of seeing those miracles happen throughout the way, the miracle of just allowing us to continue being a church. And even in those struggling moments, the miracle of this property and building this building, and then the exponential growth that we've seen happen over the past few years since we've moved into this facility. And now even being able to look forward to the future of, you know, adding on to this facility and launching Lighthouse Point, which is another miracle acquisition in itself. And, you know, the way that that came to be and everything that comes with that from school, a school, a private Christian school and a preschool is just like, I feel like it's so much of God's blessing just from the faithfulness of all of those years. One of the things that I say all the time is like, there's a faithfulness that leads to fruitfulness. And sometimes you just have to be faithful in those really, really hard, messy, nasty seasons that you think are never going to end. And then you get to this moment where you're seeing all of the fruit of what you sowed for so long. Well, I, and I would say it's, it's the sowing and reaping aspect Mm -hmm. of life. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we sowed and, you know, we were, we were faithful is a good word, but we were just going on what you talked about. We were generous all those years. We are yeah. investing in other things. We are going, hey, God, we trust you mm-hmm. and we're putting you first. And mm-hmm. I think all those, even when, when things were bad, we trusted him more. When things are good, we we trust yeah. him at a greater level, you know, mm-hmm. and we've just never stopped doing that. And, and I think that God really does look at that and go, you know what? Those are people that we can trust. That's yeah. a church that I can, if I give them more, they're not going to just hoard it. That's right. They're going to utilize it and they're going to expand my kingdom mm-hmm. and they're going to reach more people for me and they're yep. going to continue to be generous. They're going to continue to give. They're going to continue mm-hmm. to invest. They're going to continue to love. They're yep. going to continue to give grace and mercy and love. And it just it just makes things easier. Well, and for us, the building of buildings and- you It's know, never about new, been about buildings. Yeah, it's, it's, it's or about, new locations. It's really about creating more opportunity for, for people. people. It's always it's mm-hmm. always been about people. Always will be about people. Yeah. It and and so it's yeah. you know we were driving around Lighthouse Point yesterday with some friends of ours that were in town, and we were just like, look at all these people. Yeah. Look at all this, this look opportunity. At, look at all this opportunity to reach people. Yes. Like you see these neighborhoods. Like how many? There's nobody. Yeah. They're not going to church anywhere. You know, yeah. and and just getting excited. Yeah. About those people mm-hmm. finding the God that we love. Yep. Yep. It's such an exciting season in our church. And and again, just looking back to be able to look forward, just knowing that again, the faithfulness that is present will continue to lead to more and more and more as we continue to invest in. And again, kind of like we talked about this weekend, as we demonstrate our faith yeah. through kind of moving forward and just trusting God in those moments of going, God, I trust you, not what I see, not what I experience, but that what you say you will do. And I love that about God because he does, he is faithful to his word. Yeah. And, and I think the one thing that has really defined our church Mm -hmm. throughout the history is we've had this risk taking faith. Yep. And um, that says a lot about you. Yeah, I, I well as as the leader. I, I just think it's, you know, I, I look at things and I go, man, if if I don't continue to risk it all, if yep. I start playing it safe, yep. 
then I'm probably going to miss the moves of God that yep. He wants to move and, and, right. and work in. And and I don't ever want to live a safe life. A safe life is a boring life. Mm-hmm. And um, You don't want to be that person that's stuck using dial-up internet when there's high speed. Yeah, well, <laughs> I definitely don't want But I don't, but I don't want to. That's what happens when you, when you get comfortable. It's like, oh, that's something different. That's something new. But you have to continue to do that. Well, it's, it's also, you know, I'm not doing any of this for my glory. No. At the end of the day, it's, it's God's glory. So if it doesn't. Sometimes it would be easier if we weren't doing this. Oh, it'd be so much easier <laughs> if we weren't doing this, but it's, it's man. Because every time we take a huge risk, mm-hmm. like I know God's going to get all that glory because Absolutely. it's, it has nothing to do with our ability or like <laughs> people only knew. <laughs> oh my god! You know, uh, most people don't know this, but but I have a high school education. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not. I don't have a degree in anything. I yeah. I. I mean, we went to Bible college but for a year. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> it's not like we we didn't finish anything. School hard knocks. Yeah, so it's not like you have geniuses don't leave us because of that. Yeah, it's not like you have geniuses here running this thing. That's for sure. Um, you just have faith-filled people that are going to honor God and whatever they do and whatever God asks them to do Yeah, and be faithful every step of the way. Yeah. There's, there's just an, an immense level of trust. Yep. And yep. the one thing that I've loved is, is, you know, I, I think about the trustees of our church. There are mm-hmm. some incredible, incredible business leaders, um, that have partnered with us to help make sound and wise decisions yes. and, Help lead. Help lead in so many incredible ways. And and yet they're willing to go, you know what? If you really believe that that's God. Mm-hmm. We'll follow you. Like, like we'll follow. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause we'll we know, support. and yep. we know that this is risky, Yep. but I'm so like, grateful. We don't want to miss yeah. a move of God. Yep. And yep. you know, there's a, there's a balance in life that's there of mm-hmm. like, how do, how do I be, Wise. Wise and yet still be faith-filled. Because yep. sometimes faith-filled doesn't look very wise. Yeah. Um, and it is knowing the That's difference. That's why you have a wife. That's <laughs> totally why I have a wife. Uh, so. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine your life without me. <laughs> it would Just give myself props here. <laughs> Anyways, our time is like way past up. Yeah. But- but I'm excited for this weekend because this weekend is 12 years, which means free mm-hmm. t-shirts. It's, mm-hmm. some, it's a tradition we have. We don't have a lot of traditions here. I think there's people probably that have every single one of the I Love My Church shirts. Like they, It's it's like a collector's item. It is a collector's <laughs> item. You know, every time I break out like the original I Love My uh-huh. Church one, people are like, Where, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? I'm like, well, this thing is really old. It's about 12 years old. It's about 12 years old. It doesn't really fit me very well anymore. It's a little tight, but- You're getting, you're getting back there. I'm trying to get back there back so there. I can actually fit in it, so I can yeah. sport it, but- Well, we're we're so grateful for you guys too and, and being part of our church and- supporting our church and serving at our church and just being a presence here because it's it's so valuable to us. And as we look around and we see those faces and we hear the stories, you know, that makes so much of what we've gone through worth it. And it makes me realize again that every number has a name and every name has a story and every story matters to God. And we will never quit creating opportunities yeah. for people in, to enter into that life-giving, amazing relationship with Jesus Christ. So thank you guys for being on this journey with us. We hope that you enjoyed a little bit of backstory and we look forward to celebrating with you guys 12 years 
this weekend. Have an awesome week.